Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Building Years, guys. This is Jeremiah Watkins. This is Justin Alexio. And uh, so we have somebody, somebody pretty special. Yeah, in our, in our studio. It's oh. Friday. <laughs> yeah, I uh, th- for this guy, uh, I've known him for uh, a few years now. Uh, I know him a lot through uh, the comedy store. He's one of those guys that when you see him, you just get happy. You're, <laughs> you're just like, oh, it's this guy. Uh, please welcome our good friend Johnny Scordis to the show. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Yeah. Do you feel what Jeremiah was talking about? I'm happy. I'm feeling all right no you you, you're just one of those friends that that every time i i see i get excited i'm like oh johnny's here like whenever i see over the comedy store or something i'm like oh johnny's here hanging out that's just like the fat jolly thing i think (laughs) everyone's like oh fat guy he's the jolly guy (laughs) you know maybe i i I don't know i know i know some fat people that are just not downers not jolly Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah no see i i tend to look at myself that way that's why i think it's weird when you say that (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah johnny is a uh he's a comedian he's an actor um uh writer obviously if he's a stand-up comedian uh you know has to write his own stuff do you write like uh sketches or anything like longer form stuff like that yeah i was doing sketch for a while too yeah Cool. Uh, where were you uh, doing uh, sketch stuff at? Sketch? Just like independently or? Um, right down the street over here uh, at SGS, the Straight Jacket Society. Oh, is that, right. is, that, is that Sarah Tiana's yeah. thing? Cool. Yeah. Uh, what was that uh, uh, process like? Do you like uh, you audition to be like a company member mm-hmm. or? Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I met Sarah through doing stand-up shows like back in the day at like the Unknown Theater. Uh-huh. And then she told me to go audition for her company over and over and over. And eventually I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And I did it, and I spent a couple of years there just writing sketches, performing. It was awesome. That's great. Yeah. it's awesome. And uh, how long have you uh, – where are you from, Johnny? I actually don't even uh, – we, talk, we talked about it, but we for our listeners, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he's wearing a yeah. – He's wearing an L.A. hat. Yeah. I'm from here originally. Yeah, yeah that's from right. From the valley. From the valley. The 818. 818 till I die. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Bro- know, anybody? Do you know anybody with some 818 tattoos? Do I know? Yeah, I do. Actually, do I? I know of people. I don't know them personally, but I know. <laughs> You're like, I'm not friends with them, but I've know. seen them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've you, seen them at gas stations in the valley and stuff. Oh, you, yeah. You don't got no thuggish, ruggish valley tats? No tats? No, not, not for me. I lived. I didn't live on that side of the freeway. <laughs> Would you ever awesome. consider getting a tattoo? Would I? I don't know. Like I think, like I have like such a like addictive personality that if I was to get one tattoo, it would just turn it. I'd look like the Undertaker <laughs> in like two years. So I wouldn't want to. Sure Nobody we, wants that. We sh- I, I see you the next time at the comedy store, you have face tattoos and stuff. We're like, whoa, Johnny, <laughs> really committed to this? Like those Samoan guys. We <laughs> yeah. just get like that whole thing. Do you, do people ever ask you if if uh, you're Samoan or like or do they uh, mix up your ethnicity? I get Indian a lot. You get Indian a lot. Yeah, I do. But was, was that with or without the facial hair? Because you've had both. Um, both. Both people yeah. are just like, oh, you're Indian. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Wait, what are you? I'm half Greek, half Nicaraguan. My dad's Greek. My mom's Nicaraguan. Well, people got to think you're Mexican out here, right? Oh yeah, you know it. it 
until I open up my mouth, that's what it seems like, you know, and then I sound like this little twerp, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? He's not Mexican. I was like, no, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You guys want to go play video games or something? <laughs> Do you guys, my mom has some, <laughs> some great popsicles inside. <laughs> I know it's really hot out right now. Jeremy, Jeremiah made it sound creepy there. <laughs> oh, with the popsicles. Well, you know, Lure, yeah, lur- I, luring friends into your house, dude. I, whenever I was growing up, dude, like that was like a part of the 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 in. Like, okay, we could play basketball in my house. My mom bought some popsicles, and uh, you know, we could maybe get some like some gushers later or something. Yeah, snacks was always like part of the the pitch for friendship. I think uh-huh. I think no, that's more white families because right. I I did not have that at all. Really? My mom's like, nobody's allowed over here. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I'll just go to the other person's house. Yeah, no, my house when I was growing up was like the house that all my friends would go to. And it was weird because uh, like I would eat all the popsicles that we would get. And all I had to <laughs> offer was orange popsicles. And like nobody ever wants an orange popsicle. It's like you just <laughs> offering everybody black licorice or something. Yeah. Whenever yeah. they come over, you're <laughs> like, ah, all the other stuff must have disappeared. My mom, <laughs> she has an addictive personality just like me. <laughs> yeah, man. So then great. all your friends are still out here, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it still interesting having, um, uh, you probably see a lot more friends outside of comedy than a lot of comedians do out mm-hmm. here because a, a lot of people, since they're coming from somewhere else, most of their friend circles are com- comedians. Is that kind of nice to have that that uh, that kind of comfort zone where you're like, uh, if I don't want to hang out with comedians, I still have all my old friends to hang out with. Yeah, uh, it's cool, but at the same time, it has like its disadvantages because like I do they expect a little bit more out of you? Like, oh, I know you're busy, but dude, why aren't you hanging out with us? Like that kind of thing. No, no, no. Like on the comedy side of it, like like to go and, you know, break into, like, a new group of people was, like, really difficult for me to do mm. for a little bit because I was, like, you know, I felt like the new kid again yeah. kind of deal when I started doing comedy, and it was, you know, more difficult. Again, you know, I, I would like to, you know, it was, it was hard for me to, to break in and, and just start being myself around people more than, you know, it was with, like, my friends who I grew up with. So, right. Yeah. Okay. How long how long have you been doing uh, comedy now, uh, Johnny? Like stand up, like yeah. Let, we'll start with stand up, and then we'll get into the other stuff, I guess. Yeah, like s- coming on six years now. Coming six years, yeah, and, and then like the end of this month. Okay, awesome. And then <coughs> with, with sketch uh, and the other stuff, have you, were you doing that a little bit longer, or yeah, I was doing that like t- two or three years prior to me actually starting to do stand up. So yeah, I don't know what that adds up to right it's like nine six and three is nine something like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) now were you what kind of kid were you were you like uh were you um the actory type were you really into sports were you were you the bully or you bully kind of nerdy yeah Yeah. i was the bully protector for my nerd friends you know i mean like I, i was the fat nerd who was bigger than the bully okay that all you know like my friends would like hang out with me and I would repel like Daniel Palmer away from you know what the <laughs> fuck we were doing, but uh, yeah no like I I tried to start like a Jurassic Park club, oh, God. Shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you have the little like uh, action figures and stuff? Oh Jurassic yeah, Park? yeah. Like I read the book and like I remember the book had. Is the book good? The book's awesome. The book's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, 
you know, you know how like sometimes the 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 there's like an impression, like a rubbing. Anyways, like the 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 dinosaur. Yeah. On the book was like a skeleton. I took a piece of paper and I put it over the book and I did like crayon rubbings of the thing and I gave it to my friends like this is your membership card to the Jurassic Park Club and I was like a super dork when it came to dinosaurs anyways but did that transform into other hobbies like Star Wars and other stuff like that were that were kind of in that same genre or was Jurassic Park like your main like thing because I like whenever I was younger I was into Pokemon at one point I was into superheroes and stuff like that and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all that stuff too but uh, uh, did you go through any other phases of like collecting or oh, anything yeah. like that? Like Ninja Turtles, uh, GI Joes, Transformers, uh, all that stuff. I'm trying to think what else. Toxic Avengers. <laughs> Just like I watched a lot of movies, and you know, it was it was basically basically stuff like that. You know, like I'd watch a movie, and then they would have the toys with the movie, and then I would go get like one of the toys, and then I'd just be all about that movie for like five minutes. <laughs> and then like Jurassic Park would come out, and then it'd be all about that. But Star Wars and then came back, and you know, I was always always watching that. That was one of the first movies I remember watching was Empire Strikes Back at my uncle's house in North Hollywood. How do you feel about uh, the new new franchise coming <clears throat> out? Seven eight nine. I don't know. I'm excited to see Harrison Ford. <laughs> I want to see what an old ass Han Solo looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, they're aging it, right? They're putting huh? it, they're they're aging the characters like the story. It's like years. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that as a movie review. I'm excited to see old ass Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Says Johnny Scordis from the North Hollywood Chronicle. Like just old ass Han Solo still like you know giving Leia shit. When they're like four, you know, however old, they're like sixty-five is Carrie, year old. Is, uh, no, I think she's in it too. Yeah, she's yeah. wow, because she looks pr- pretty different. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she she's aged a bit. Maybe oh. like grumpy old men in space or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when did you get into uh, to acting? Because you have you been acting the longest out of uh, out of everything? Did you do like some of the like grade school plays or anything like that, or in high school? Never, never did anything like that. But I was always like acting up, and I would watch like SNL and then like do like impressions and stuff with my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching SCTV a lot and being like, "Oh shit, that's freaking hysterical!" Yeah. And then just you know, like me and my brothers would like just dick around, you know, like I would just do impressions just to make them laugh and stuff. Right, uh, you know, and then they, and that went into high school, and then, you know, who were who who were some of the first guys that you're like these guys really make me laugh like these are the guys that I like maybe want to aspire to be like or did you have a couple of those like around that time? Um, well, I think the funny fat guys were the ones that I gravitated to the right. most, like John Candy. Yeah, SCTV. Yeah, John and, Candy, of course. You know. Chris Farley, I loved Phil Hartman. I loved uh, who? Well, Mike Myers. I always wonder, like, uh, it's a thing. Like, for, when you name idols, like for males, it's never like a female. I always wonder, like, it's psychologically you just gravitate towards the same gender. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I ha- I've never heard a guy be like, yeah, Tina Fey really inspires me. 
even though she's great, like uh, she's done a lot for comedy. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think it is a gender. Th- it does come down to a, a gender thing. Uh, like if a girl happened to be, if it's like a heavier girl and she is inspired by heavier females, like she's maybe she'll say Melissa McCarthy over Chris Farley. But you, I don't know. You never know. Yeah, like, I still think like Lucille Ball is like one of the best comedic oh actors, yeah like ever yeah guy or girl but yeah you know did uh did you ever uh you said you like dinosaur did you ever watch land before time yes did it, I, I feel like that that. that that could change your life did that change your life did it the sleesex <laughs> kind of had a, a big influence <laughs> as far as my physical comedy because i really don't move around on stage much kind of like the sleesex <laughs> that that is a very esoteric fucking the sl- to talk about the slee stacks. If you don't know what the slee stacks are, the slee stacks are lizard people in the land before time who moved very slowly, and I don't know. They were ridiculous, like rubber outfits. And it's like, oh, the slee stacks are coming, and there's like forty five minutes of them like just yelling that the slee stacks are coming. And it took like 45 minutes for the sleaze act to get into frame for where they're at. (laughs) So you said uh, you like, so you consider yourself a nerd, protector of the nerds. Yeah. How do you feel about like all the, how nerd culture is like coming back? It's like popular now. Like, uh, people will dress like Urkel and it's fucking cool. Like, I feel like kind of taking on your territory. Like, do you, do you feel the pushback? You're like, I'm the original nerd. Not necessarily. I think it's cool that there's, you know, a lot of people like into the same things but at the same time it's like that was what i thought was cool about being a nerd was like the fact that we would get together and talk about you know x-men for like 20 minutes and there's a bunch of people being like oh what the hell are these guys talking about it's like, ah, you don't know about x-men yeah and now everyone's talking about x-men it's like okay then who's your favorite like wolverine villain he's like oh uh what's the one from x-men 2 it's like what are you, what are you talking about you know <laughs> uh you know M- magneto it's like, well, yeah, everybody yeah. knows Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I liked all that stuff. Like, I don't know. What was, um? so whenever you started, whenever uh, you started really like going towards acting and stuff, what was like some of the first uh, things that you uh, booked uh, for acting? And like, what was like the kind of the process behind that? Um. Well, I started, like there was just one day I was just like working, like so at CVS, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, I want to start like doing acting and comedy and stuff like that. And uh, I went to the Acme Theater over there on La Brea. On La Brea I don't know if it's yeah. still the same people who run it, but they used to have like sketch there. And I started. I've never been inside of Acme. What, what, no? what it's what pretty is cool, it? actually. Yeah, but just, yeah, let's yeah. let. <laughs> oh no no! <laughs> like it looks like like when I was there, they were like making all these like cool different like they put TVs on the stage and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I was there, it was just like a black box theater. It was like nothing was in there. And I started doing that, and I met a friend of mine who wanted me to start shooting videos for Channel One Hundred One. Mm. And he got me in like one of his series. Seri- like he was doing a series there. Yeah. And he got me playing like his. Uh, like evil brother in the thing, and like any anything that he did from that point forward, like he put me in. So that was kind of actually the start of how I started doing anything. I didn't I didn't book anything until like like three years ago, but you know, just like internet like shorts here and there. It was a lot of fun. Sure. Well, and what kind of you said you played the evil 
uh, brother, what, what what kind of parts were did you start kind of playing? Was it just like the best friend role or like? Yeah, yeah, like I was the the guy's buddy, or you know, uh, if do you ever you ever go to Channel One One? Yeah, it's like I've so, done I've done one uh, where I was a part of it, but it's uh, a very cool, very cool yeah. experience. And they have like their own, you know, it's out there like some of the stuff that they do. Oh yeah, it's just like you know, like I was in one called Super Fetus where there was like a <laughs> a fetus that would solve crimes in in their stomach, and I was just like some drug dealer that the fetus would like, you know. <laughs> I played a lot of drug dealers in that. I did, uh, <laughs> and yeah, you know, it was it was one that I did. Uh, where I was like the guy's like friend, his like the the main character is like his best friend in the thing. Did that for like I think it lasted like four or five episodes, and then after that, I just well, I just, what was the oh. thing you said? You said three years ago. What was that thing that like you start, oh, that I did started? A commercial. Oh, what was that commercial for? It was for what is it called? Acer Computers. Okay, yeah, and it was with Megan Fox. What that was did you get awesome. to? Did you get to, to flirt with her? I did, I did, and it would change my life. As far as <laughs> confidence you know, or what? Yeah, just you know, <laughs> like I will never have a chance with someone who looks like Megan Fox. So you know, I don't approach. Was she her. cool? Because she gets a lot of flack in the media for being yeah, a, cra- well, a crazy psycho. I can. Well, it was weird. Uh, when I was in, when I was thought when I, like, we were doing our stuff, she was like really cool. But aside from that, like, you know, she would come on with a bunch of handlers and, like, someone holding her umbrella and her makeup people and this and that. And she would walk on set with, like, seven or eight people. Oh, and then they would man. just take her to where she's doing the scene, then sit, sit her down with us. And then as soon as she was done, you know, she would talk to us. But then someone would swoop in and just take her, like, the eight people back to her two giant trailers <laughs> for, for a commercial. So she's a, she's a little high maintenance, it sounds yeah. like. yeah. It was really funny because I saw uh, her husband just like walking around. Who he used to play on nine hundred two one zero, and he's just walking around like all tatted up and buff with her little dog, just walking the entire day. That's all he did. I always think it's so weird <laughs> when when couples bring their significant other to set and they're not working in any <laughs> capacity. I'm like, what are you doing? This is so awkward. Like I've I've heard of some of some uh, couples like where there's like a sex scene or like a makeout scene and the boyfriend is just off to the side just with arms crossed and just watching. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why would you do that? That makes oh, it awkward God. for literally everybody on set. Some people like pain, man. Like sometimes I like to stalk my ex-girlfriends and be like, oh yeah, this hurts. They're with a new guy. But it feels good on some level. Or why would I do Some it? closure or what? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels good to feel sad. There's no way I would be able to be on set like if I was someone else's... Or on set with someone else's significant other. No way. In yeah. a, like a sex scene like that and not have to say something to him. You know? Yeah. Like, like sorry. Like, oh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that? You know? <laughs> Just to see what he would do. I think it's like it'd be funny. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, she, she always is good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I just said that out loud. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so I want to talk about, uh, uh, about this, uh, because it's a, uh, pretty big deal. It's very cool. And, uh, I want to congratulate you on, um, a movie that you have coming out, uh, pretty soon here in, in the fall, right? Yeah. Uh, it's called, um, The Equalizer, yeah. correct? With, uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. That's a badass man. movie title. Yeah, I mean, no, it's pretty cool. Um, what was, uh, uh, step, uh, take us through the process of, um, auditioning for that and then like 
like booking it and and the process of, of filming it kind of because mm-hmm. um, it was uh you were gone for a while I remember what, what was yeah. it like almost a month no I was gone three months three all months summer, it was year. all summer last yeah. year that's oh, like, a big part mm-hmm. so yeah it's, uh, take us through uh, that process um I I remember getting home one day and then I had an email from my agent uh for an audition and I was like okay it's an audition. And then I looked, and I actually, you know, read it, who, who, what it was for, and it said already attached was Denzel Washington. I said, shit, you know, this is like for real thing. And then yeah. <clears throat> I had like two pages of sides, and then I just went outside, and I read it, and I read it, and read it, until it like, like this was on a Monday, the audition was on a Wednesday, and I just kept reading it till I could, you know, say it without even thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I went into the audition with the casting director, and I did it uh, like two or three times, and I left thinking I couldn't have done anything differently to get them to want me more or less. And I was like, oh, whatever, it's not up to me anymore, it's up to them. And then I just left, and then, you know, like a week or two later, I get a callback for it, and it's with the director, and the director is the guy who did Training Day, Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, shit. So Did nerves hit you a little bit as oh, soon yeah. as you walked in the room and saw him? No, no. I walked in the room, and he was on. He was like sitting on a couch, but the way he was sitting on his couch, it looked like he took up the entire fucking couch. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, you know, I go in there, and I'm literally like shaking. I'm so nervous. I can't, I can't even think straight. And then the casting director has me do it. And he's like, okay, do it, this and that. And we do it one time, and I do it like the exact same way. I'm still like nervous and shaking, but I do it. And then he gives me some notes on it, and he's like, okay, what's going to happen if Denzel says this? And he said that, and I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, I don't, kn- I don't know. I would have to... <laughs> I would have to be doing it to be able to... Oh, this he, like, verbally asked you? Yeah, yeah. He's like, give me... Oh, that is is difficult. (laughs) Yeah, and I told... Like, he wanted me to give him a response or something that I would say if he says this. And I was like, I couldn't tell you it. I have to be doing it to do... (laughs) To tell you to to do it. Did he give you a look like, huh? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was kind of like that. He's like, okay. And then he told the casting, all right, just kind of fuck with him a little bit. And, you know, throw some curves. And I was like, okay, so... I did it again, and I forget what I had like a tag on the end of the and at the end of the scene that just like sealed it, and uh, I forget what it was, what the the scene was, but uh, did you like you you ad libbed or improv yeah, yeah. the line? Yeah, I, I improvised like some some like a tag on the end of what I forget the line was like something about like soup or something or like mom can't cook for shit or something. I said yeah. Because I'm like, oh, do you want to talk? Because he, like, tells me all about this, like, uh, like, all this bad stuff happens, and then he's, like, consoling me, and then I'm, like, trying to play it off in the scene. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom made some tortilla soup, but it sucks, but you can have some if you want. And I, like, said something like that, and he started busting up laughing. She started busting up laughing, and I left the same way I left the first time, thinking, okay, I couldn't have done anything different. Yeah. It's not up to me anymore. And they called me like uh, a week or two after that and told me I got it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting on a sitting on a bucket in a driveway in Northridge, and they told me that. 
And then my dad come home, and I'm like, hey, dad, you're not going to believe this. He's like, listen, I know you have your things going, but I need you to go to the market and buy <laughs> this and that. I was like, uh, okay. So I literally just, you know, yeah, and then I was gone for three months. And it was unbelievable. It was crazy. What was it like working with a powerhouse like Denzel Washington? Like the first, whenever you stepped on set that first day, were you like super intimidated? Yeah, yeah. Especially like when we met at first, it was the most awkward thing. Like for me, I think for anyone to be put in that situation, it's like you, okay, now you're going to go fucking act in a movie with Denzel Washington. I was like, okay. Uh, what are we going to do a table read? Are we going to do rehearsing or anything like that? And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll take care of it. So then I get there, and uh, like the second day I was there, they called me into the production office to meet him, and then he came in, and then he was doing all this other stuff, and then one of the ladies comes up to me and is like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to do it tomorrow. So I was sitting there just like, okay, fine, that's fine, that's fine, I don't care. Yeah. So I left, and then I came back the next day, and then I met with him in the office, and I was so nervous. And uh, he said to me, he's like, if you're ever nervous about working with someone, just imagine them taking a shit. And this is Denzel Washington tell me this. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay. So, so, so you could you... tell he was like, oh, this guy. This guy's Yo, no, no. You couldn't pull a pin out of my ass with a tractor when I was sitting there. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So did you imagine him... I tried to. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, no. And then, and then like the thing is like, I'm still a little nervous. And he's like, oh, you're, you're, you need to loosen up. I feel like I got to start tickling you. And I was like, what? And next thing I know, he starts tickling me <laughs> and I'm like busting up laughing. And I'm like, a minute ago, you want me to tick you're taking a shit and now you're tickling me. And so then him and the writer and everybody started laughing. I was like, okay, yeah, it's cool. And then the next like, day. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, yeah exactly. And then the next day we're friggin'. I'm sitting across from him, and we're, like, doing a scene. I was like, that's insane. And so I just started ad-libbing stuff. Because, like, the first day, it was, like, this kind of, like, get-to-meet-you kind of scene. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, I just do whatever you want. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm fucking, this is Denzel Washington. I can't just do what I want. So, you know, we just did that. Like, he would just ask me a question or see what's going on. I tried to stay in the context of what the lines were. But it was such a mess. But, you know, he was really good at just, like, getting the whatever he wanted out of the scene, like, out of, out of me. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, they're like, cut. And I was like, we, we didn't even do what, what was on this thing. Like, no, no, it's good. I was like, okay. And uh, that kind of, that that probably felt pretty good that, that they let you kind of improvise. And you're like, oh, that, that, that that's yeah. going to make it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet. No, they told me, like, it was funny because, like, there was a couple lines that I was saying. Because I'm eating, like, I'm supposed to be upset about eating, like, a salad or something. And I try and sneak chips into my sandwich <laughs> in the scene. And then I eat them, and then he, like, chastises me in the thing. And I, I, I forget what I said, but, like, a couple things I said. And after the yell cut, like, every, I heard everybody, like, laughing. And I was like, yes. Okay, this is Okay, good. so this, is a, this yeah. is a comedy? No, no, not at all. It's, like, an action thriller. But, like, I'm kind of... The comedic, comedic relief, relief a little bit? A little bit, you know. Yeah. Like I'm like as far as the emotion goes, you're not gonna get it out of him in this movie because he's gonna you know he's like action yeah. guy. Like the the emotional connection characters is like me and the girl who uh, Chloe Moretz was in Kickass. She's the other girl. She's the girl in it that sets off this chain of events that uh, 
you know, Denzel just kicks people's asses. <laughs> was there any moment uh, on set where you like left a scene where you're like, oh, Denzel thinks I'm a good actor now? <laughs> like a- a- anything like that? Where, or like was that like your goal, like going into the scene, you're like, I just want <laughs> to make Denzel think I'm a good actor. There was this one part where the store gets robbed. I'm like he's trying to help me lose weight in the in the at Home Depot or a Home Mart mm-hmm. to be a security guard. And uh I become the I lose weight, I become the security guard, and then the store gets robbed while I'm on lunch. And, and then I come back and I'm like all you know upset that the store got robbed. And this was like the first time the camera was like on me and I was like, oh I'm gonna act the shit out of this scene, you know? And I'm like, they, 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 you know, they do his stuff and then I do my stuff. And after the first take, I was like mugging for the camera. And I was just like, I'm so upset, you know, like making all these faces. And he kind of shot me this look like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh man, I just ruined that. So then he like walks around to the, like the production guys and like the director and the producer are sitting there, and he's like, just like, what is this guy trying to win an Oscar or something like that? <laughs> and I heard him say that, and I got so mad that the next time that he we did it, I shot him this look like, oh, dude, don't fucking, don't call me out in front of these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, that's what the scene needed. And then after they yelled cut, he looked me, he looked at me and was like, uh, you, you like he got me kind of deal like he like shot me you know, like a look and a wink and i was like this guy just fucking owned me <laughs> and so, it was just like you know so he did that to motivate your yeah. character for that scene yeah he purposed wow yeah and then after it was done like the director's like cut print it and i was like what are you talking about no we gotta do it again i gotta do my faces again and i was like no that was it i was like shit so that was awesome you're like how how, do, how is Denzel a monk <laughs> even yeah. when the camera's not on him? He's known how to motivate my character for the scene to make me a better actor. This is insane. Man, it was nuts. It, like the first time I saw him, I never even saw him. I heard him. And then I look, I heard his voice and I, I went, I looked to go see where I heard his voice from. And the next thing I know, I hear his voice over here and I look and it's just his back just walking in the other direction. I was like, what the fuck is... Who is this guy? <laughs> he is like a monk. That's Denzel Washington, baby. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we're we're about uh, to close out the podcast, Johnny. But uh, we uh, we mentioned before the podcast started that we do a segment. Justin, you want to introduce it? Hey, what's up, little builders? It's the Hollywood bitch slap. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's just uh, yeah. Anytime the Hollywood has bitch slapped you, we kind of gave you the rundown. So I can just talk shit. Yeah. All right. There was this one time, it was a couple years ago, that I was up for a part in, they were bringing back Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Great start to any story. <laughs> <laughs> so I was up they're, for this part for Power Rangers. They're bringing back Power Rangers, and I see, you know, that if I get it, I'm going to be in New Zealand for like six months, and I'm thinking, this is going to change my life. I can't wait to fucking get it. And so I go to the audition. I do very well, and they call me back to do the callback. And I had known someone who was on one of the previous editions of Power Rangers. I'm not going to say who it was. But I called this guy, and I was like, hey, man, I know, you know, you were in Power Rangers and shit, and I'm up for something kind of similar to what you were doing. Yeah. So is there any advice that you could give me to, like, you know, 
acting style or yeah, whatever. like what this do I need different. to do? Yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he tells me he's like, "Wait, they're bringing back Power Rangers?" <laughs> oh no! And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah, no, it's in New Zealand and this and that." He's like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, just go in there and you know do what you do, you know, and just make it big and that's it." I was like, "Okay." So then I go in, same thing. You know, I never get it, and then like six months later I'm watching TV and it's the same dude <laughs> playing the fucking part that I fucking told him about. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. So that was a big kick in the nuts for Oh me. my And this is your goodness. friend? I wouldn't say he was, He's you know. He's a confidant at least. Yeah, well I have Good his number. Good enough to have his number. You yeah, know, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> so, yeah. That's um Welcome Hollywood to Hollywood. Backstabbing. <laughs> Oh man, that was nuts. Do you guys still talk? No, I haven't seen him <laughs> since I saw him on TV. <laughs> yeah. Like this is it. That was the last time I saw him was on the TV. <laughs> My eyes welled up with tears. <laughs> yeah, but no. Then I was like, you know, a couple days ago, I was watching fucking Power Rangers on Netflix just to remind myself. Because I saw it on, I was like, oh, shit. Why? I remember watching Power Rangers, and then I started watching it, and I was like, thank God I didn't get that. Yeah, dude. You, know? you held out, and then now you're going to be in a Denzel Washington yeah. movie. So that's pretty awesome. That look. I think, I don't, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think that looks better on a resume <laughs> <laughs> than the Power Rangers part that you didn't get. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome, dude. Oh. Well, we've uh, we've had a great time having you uh, on the podcast. Uh Learn about your stuff, dude. Um, uh, uh, now's the time where you can plug any social media and definitely uh, tell our listeners when they can see uh, The Equalizer in theaters. Okay. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Johnny Scortis. Uh, uh The Equalizer will be in theaters and IMAX September 26th, uh, 2014. And that's it. Thank you, guys. We had a wonderful time. Absolutely, man. Uh, love you, dude. I always, like I said, I always love seeing you uh, at the clubs. Uh, I'm always happy to see you, and uh, I just uh, wish you continued success. And I know um, uh, that this is going to be a, a big uh, life changer uh, once this comes out. So I'm very, very happy and excited for you, man. Thank you.